Economics in the Spirit presents episode 10 of How to Be a Success Ordinary Men Living Extraordinary Lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now, here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man Exploring Economics and the Spirit. We're going to move into the battlefield of the mind section. You said in the last section that these people with visions, these people with dreams, there is a dark conception of them. Mm. You said Mm -hmm. that you were at a point where you were blaming Jesus Mm. for this breakdown in your family. Mm -hmm. Now, from what I can see, now you're a man of God. Mm. So how did he go from being... The person you blamed as a child mm-hmm. for this destruction mm-hmm. to the center of your life. Yeah, man. So, um, so I had the opportunity to go to South Africa. Mm-hmm. How old were um, you? I was fifteen, mm-hmm. and uh, this was with my school. Mm-hmm. And uh, we was part of a rugby team that had a twin school in South Africa, mm-hmm. and we had uh, an opportunity to teach English and play some games over there. And I really wanted to go. I didn't have the money to go. Went to my local church and asked them to raise an offering. They raised a bit, and then my mom matched it. And then I did some stuff, and we found the money to go. When I went there for the first time, a I saw black people that were doing more than just. Uh, I saw representation of black people everywhere. I saw them on billboards, on TVs, stuff that I've never seen before. And B, I saw poverty. I saw poverty up close and personal. And I realised that in spite of the stuff that I've been through in my own personal life, that there were people that had less than I did and were in worse predicaments than I was. And I came back from South Africa um, with a sense of, oh my God, I'm in the UK like, why has God put me here? Okay. Like, he could have decided for me to be born in the 15th century in Luxembourg. Or I could have been born during the Aztec phenomenon. I could have been born as a slave in the Roman Empire. But he decided for Seth Pinnock to be born in on 1989 in Birmingham in the UK. And if God is intentional and deliberate about all that he does... Which we know he is. Exactly then there must be a reason for me to be here and there must be something that I should be doing in this space. And I, so I went from pain to pursuing purpose. And for me to pursue purpose properly, um, I had to find his presence. Mm-hmm. And so um, I realised that in his presence I could find the answers to the questions that I had. And my mum always used to, oh God, she always used to make us sit down on the side of her bed on a Saturday before we could go downstairs and watch cartoons. She used to make us sing hymns. Yes. (laughs) And read scripture. And, uh, and then... Right, sorry, you've got to tell me about this Saturday uh, morning. Right? <laughs> what time is she getting you? What, how long do you have oh, to do the gosh. hymns? Come on, this so is we're too talking, funny. So we're talking like, uh, yeah, 7, 8 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> and we obviously we're young, so you're up early, you've got loads of energy, you want to go downstairs, play toys and watch. watch. It was, it was Channel 3 then. I don't remember what was on TV, but it was fun. 
And mum would have us at her bedside singing hymns from the Pentecostal hymnal or the Best of All or the Red Book. Whatever the Red Book's called. What's the Red Book called? The Redemption Hymnal, yes. And, uh, and read scripture. And she would then ask us to pray and then we'll be really, really bad. We'll pray the shortest prayer because we obviously want to get up and go downstairs. And so we'll just, let's um the outer stuff for. So we'll all pray quickly and then she will give us the longest, you know, her and God will have some review of the week. <laughs> and um, uh, either way, like, as much as I hated it then, it was those moments that I realised, you know, I saw my mum pursuing his presence. Yeah. And so when it came for me to work out, oh my God, like, I really want to find out what my purpose is. For me to find out what my purpose is, I had to get in God's presence. And so I, did, I, I went back to what I knew, man. Uh, back to what I... So I went back to what I knew and to answer your question... There was a time when I come, came back from South Africa and I was in my bedroom and it's probably two o'clock in the morning and I just started praying and worshipping. And it was that night that transformed my life forever. Uh, and I saw visions and all sorts of amazing things. And um, I, I came out of that dream, vision, trancey, worshipy clouds in my room thing. Um, with a with a yoke on my on my neck, <laughs> with an itch on my back, with a, you could argue with a cross on my back, yeah. And that cross was this is what you are assigned to do. Um, and I think everyone comes into that. Tudor Bismarck preached once that there is a time in everyone's life where they come into their messianic calling, mm-hmm. they come into the reason for them being on this earth. And uh, I found that in my bedroom, pursuing his presence at midnight. And how old were you? 17. 17. 15. I was 15. I was 15. 15. It wasn't, so I was 15. I wrote the vision down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was 17 that we started, that we started the Midnight Old Journey. Yeah. Because no one believed me. Like, I went to my mum. I, 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 I went to my mum with the paper, vision on a piece of paper. And I said, Mum, this is what I feel the Lord has told me to do. And, like, you know, she was like, Seth, um... You're not T.D. James. <laughs> and, uh, and there's other people that just thought that, you know, young, I was 15 years old. I was trying to start a movement of young people. I came from an old school Pentecostal Jamaican church. I had no bank account, no uh, idea on how to do events. I had no ministry titles or credentials. It was just a vision. And yeah, that's how it started. So one final thing, just wrapping up this section in a couple of sentences. Yeah. One, how did it feel to have that vision and nobody else see it but you? And two, how did you come out of that situation to run with it? Yeah, so how did it feel to have the vision and have no one believe you? I felt like if I did, it wasn't, it wasn't what you think it would be. It wasn't a time of, oh my God, no one believes me, therefore it can't happen. Mm-hmm. It was more of how do I communicate this prayer and God, I need you to convince these people. Amen. Um, so it was never like, no one believes me, woe is me, let me just not believe in myself. It was, let's turn this around. And the second question was? What ignited you to run with it? Um, I love that question. Uh, fear. <laughs> and Of God? No, fear of of leaving this earth 
and and never fear of not being alive, fear of leaving this earth and not fully living, like fear of being that person that's sixty, seventy years old and not, and and looking back and thinking, I wish I did pursue this dream. Yeah. Fear of allowing the enemy to almost win. You know, I say sometimes to my friends or my team, like, I do what I do because I just want to, pardon my French guys, stick a middle finger up to the enemy and say, ha, no! you tried. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I, I, sometimes I pursue it relentlessly because I just want to say, ha, you tried it, it didn't work, you should have killed me when you had the chance. I'm, I'm not here. sure if I'm supposed to say amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> you, might have to edit that out, you might have to edit that out, but you're like, but honestly, I do. I, uh, I do, yeah. As you can see, we didn't choose to edit anything out. Next week, Seth is going to be telling us about his mountaintop moments and more. Here's a snippet. And, I, and it was the church that, that got her out of the rubble and got her into an orphanage. So I've, I've, I've seen these, these things with my own hands. I've seen, the, I've seen the power and the potential of the church. Um, and I've seen just how wide God's grace and love is. Thanks for listening. New episodes are available every Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes as it will help the show to grow. Finally, The Good Man, Exploring Economics and the Spirit, is available on audible.com now. If it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening, and stay blessed. Stay blessed.